We're unabashedly obsessed We've got to get it off our chest Please sit there and be quiet Hey everyone! Hi! Welcome to Unabashedly Obsessed. I'm James. I'm Aaron. On our show, we like to talk about things related to pop culture. And not-so-pop culture. And occasionally, we take what we've learned and and uh, weave it alchemy-like. alchemy-like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so glad your brain went in the same place, my dad. I shouldn't be surprised that your brain went the same place. Into a movie. Uh-huh. Today's episode, Question mark? <laughs> today's episode may be more so of taking stuff that we've learned from pop culture and turning it alchemy like into a movie than other times when it's just sort of like movie, I guess. Uh huh. And because we're not starting with a title, this is true. We have, we don't have a title, right? <gasps> we don't have a title. Well, we have a we do have a title. We don't. Our whole thing is ruined. It's we've turned our whole thing up on its head and. There's no title. The shooting script of this movie is Breakfast Club 2. Yeah, but nobody uses the shooting script. We'll, we'll it, get there. But I'm saying, like, maybe maybe they do. I don't know. I'm sure somebody does. But so I'm I feel thinking, like the Breakfast Club may have been the shooting script. <laughs> right, right. Breakfast Club 2, <laughs> colon. they didn't eat breakfast. I'm sorry. That is neither here nor there. They ate lunch while they were there. There was point. nothing breakfasty happening except for Ali Sheedy's cereal sandwich. I think it's called The Breakfast Club because that's when TBS would show it on weekends during I breakfast. Don't, I don't think so because I'm pretty sure this movie, that movie was not filmed to be shown on TBS. Was John TVS? Hughes... TVS. <laughs> TVs. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless. Um, so I think what we... So here was the original plan. March was going to be a month of movies. Yes. Then we didn't entirely do that. Well, because time travel month turned into a lot of movies. Right. So we figured... we wanted to switch things up a little. Right. So what this was going to be was a sequel to The Breakfast Club. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, because Breakfast Club Day is... Saturday. The day day after this comes out. The day after this comes out. Um... Happy Breakfast Club Day, y'all. Yes, Happy Breakfast Day to- Club Day tomorrow. Have a Breakfast Club sandwich. Don't. They look real gross. Oh, right. That is what we, we call That the was thing. a thing that we were going to do tonight. We were going to eat a Breakfast Club sandwich the way it was intended. Yeah. <laughs> the way Ali Sheedy intended. I'm kind of glad we forgot about that. Yeah. Um, I'm all, every time we say we're going to do that yeah. and then we don't, I'm glad that we don't. <laughs> it's like an opportunity cost. It has mayonnaise and also pixie sticks. Yeah, that's true. And there was olive loaf. And I love olives, but you know that that olive loaf flavor stayed on the bread. Yeah. Before she threw it on the statue. Because olive loaf is the bologna with olives in it. Uh-huh. Right. I, I keep... like bologna and I like olives, but I don't think I like olive loaf. Every time you say olive loaf, and this has been maybe for the past year or two. How often do I say olive loaf? Whenever we talk about the breakfast club sandwich. Oh, okay. Um, I have thought, I don't remember the bread being weird. Because loaf makes me think right. of bread. Anyways, so the plan was going to be Breakfast Club sequel using elements of the movies we've watched. Yeah. In this month. So, I think we can still kind of do this. Yeah, because we watched The Lost Room. The Lost Room. We watched Camp. Thrillers. Treasure Hunt. There we go. I feel like Thriller, Treasure Hunt, Lost Room 
works itself together just nicely. And also, then we'll name a character Vlad. We have six characters. Surely one of them can start a musical theater camp. Oh, I mean, yeah. I vote Bender. Six, five characters. Bender. Uh-huh. Andrew McCarthy. Nope. Emilio Estevez? Emilio His Estevez. His name was Andrew. Andrew, Andy. right. Uh, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Not in The Breakfast Anthony Club. Anthony Michael Hall. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the two girls. And the two girls. And then there's the dean. And the dean, who died. The sequel is They're at His Funeral. Well, which that's... Is, which is on a Saturday at the school. His ashes are being poured down the toilet. Fuck you, Dean. Okay, well, so that's how the movie's opening. <laughs> um, or at least he died and they are burning the programs from his funeral to flush down the toilet. I think that probably, Because they have detention again because they crashed the funeral. I think probably they smoke weed out of the programs. Yeah, no, they definitely do that. I kind of want one of them to be the dean of the school. And I kind of want it to be John Bender. There's no way. There's no way he'd be the dean of the Did school. Did you see Judd Nelson in anything else after Breakfast Club? No. He was super straight-laced and like, this guy. Yeah, but there's no way John Bender... I mean, can you see John Bender voluntarily returning to that school even like on Monday? What much, if le- a- <laughs> much less graduating from college and becoming a school administrator. Was he a senior in Breakfast Club? I assume that he was a senior for like the fifth time. Okay. So there wasn't really a teacher that was going to find him senior year and, oh, captain, my captain, and him into an academic scholarship. I mean, so we we can have John Bender be the dean if you want to. Do you feel like that's too much of a stretch? I'm going to need you to tell me how the fork that happened. One day, John Bender was picking up garbage after his school career, quote unquote, question mark, question mark, question mark, (laughs) earring, fist in the air, um, was over when he happened upon. Why was he picking up garbage? Because that was his job. Oh. He was a garbage man. Oh, okay. Sanitation worker? Yeah. And and the dean, when he heard about that, was like, garbage man, like for a garbage person. And his secretary was like, who are you talking to? Like, nothing. And that was the beginning of the end for the dean. Because the dean, he gets hit by John Bender's garbage truck. But we don't find that out until the end. It's a thriller. (laughs) (laughs) It turns out John Bender is a killer. Anyways, so. I don't feel like that's a real big twist ending. (laughs) (laughs) But Claire saw the whole thing. And then John Bender made her think that she didn't. Gaslighting! So, John Bender was picking up trash when all of a sudden he discovered a key. Okay. And that key opened up a lost room where he learned how to be a dean because there were books on being a dean. How to be a dean. Stretching a little. How to be a dean by James Dean. Twist. James Dean didn't die. He just went to the lost room. And wrote a book. And wrote a book about, about how, to how to be a high school administrator. <laughs> Which it turns out. I mean, out, that is a twist. He was really good at. Like that whole rebel without a cause thing. It should, like if he if he had survived, survived, air quotes. Uh-huh. It would have been called, boy, that kid sure will grow up to be a great high school administrator. 
That's what the name. That's what the movie Rebel Without a Cause would have been called if James Dean had survived. Yeah. Okay. Man, he's has such. He's such an old soul. He should teach kids about discipline. And wear ties. And wear ties, but like not like it, but kind of like it. Okay, so that's why John Bender became the dean. Steal suits from Barry Manilow. Yeah, he he and he he actually the lost room key allows him to get into Barry Manilow's wardrobe so that he can actually raid Barry Manilow's wardrobe. I feel like this has already gotten so far away from us. So, that's definitely the logical reason about why John Bender is the dean. Now, Claire. Can I ask a question? (laughs) Why isn't Brian the dean? Because Brian is a private investigator. Okay. Because he brought a gun to school. Okay. I'm not quite sure I follow the logic there, but I like the private investigator part, so I'm going to let that go. (laughs) (laughs) He... Andy could be the dean. I could see Andy eventually being like the dean and also the wrestling coach. Do you think he'd change his name to Andine? I don't think he would, no. Okay. Do you think he'd consider it, though? I think that Andine might be a thing that Andy's pun-loving friend, who probably has a podcast, uh-huh. might suggest. James Anderson. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep, that's the guy's name. How'd you know? He's the kind of guy who likes to pun about stuff, write himself into his own movies, things like that. He's kind of tall. He wears he has t-shirts. hair. He wears t-shirts sometimes. <laughs> he has hair. Um, okay. All right. Are we keeping... All right, so Andy is the dean? Honestly, I kind of feel like I'm okay with... There not being a dean? Well, it doesn't have to be the dean. Okay. Is this a story about more kids being in detention? I don't think so. I think it... I I was picturing a story of where did these five kids Uh go from there? Okay, I like that better than... One of them is now a dean, and we have to figure out how to write a movie around that. <laughs> what if one of them is a dean, but we don't talk about it, and we just know it, and they never refer to it? Okay, I'm fine with that. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. He walks into the room, and you're like, hmm, they didn't mention anything, but there's a glint in his eye that makes me feel like maybe he's a dean of something. Yeah. So... This is a thriller slash treasure hunting movie. Right. So why do they all have to come back together? Like, did they bury a time capsule that they're coming back together for and it turns out to be a time travel capsule? (laughs) I mean, I don't hate that. It's not the dumbest idea we've come up with tonight. Tonight, right. (laughs) Um, Is it two Captain Planet and the Planeteers that they each found an item and they have to come back together to something something? Step three money. Step three money? They each have to come back together to create a... Put them all together and then they resurrect the By their powers combined, they resurrect the Dean. Now I feel like we're getting... I feel like we're repeating ourselves. We're getting too much into how to resurrect your insert thing here right 
Well, no, I mean, not resurrect in- your insert thing here, which is of course our wear erotica. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, we need a plot. We have characters. Yes, that someone else wrote for us. That someone else wrote for us. Cool. We have... Are any of them together? No. I don't think so. Did Claire and Bender last for longer than that weekend? No, because she tried to get him to take her to prom, and he said prom was stupid, so they broke up. And she said, you're stupid. And then she said, I made this stupid dress. And he said, boy, that dress sure is ugly. She's like, I'm from the wrong side of the tracks. And he's I like, look what? pretty in pink. And he's like, wait, what movie am I in? And Andrew McCarthy's like, I wasn't in The Breakfast Club. <laughs> but I was in all the others. <laughs> I feel like maybe... Well, I, I, I do feel like Bender refusing to take Claire to prom would be a really good reason for them to break up. <laughs> yeah. I also... And prom is probably like right around the corner for them. Right. Because in the 80s, prom happened in like mid-April. Yeah. Did it? I don't know. I don't know either. It probably some places still happens in mid-April. Probably. I think for us it was early May, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like Allison and Brian maybe ended up at the same college together. Like maybe Brian got didn't get into his first choice university. Right. Because right. of the... The drug test that happened the next day. I was he, gonna, the marijuana was still in his system. I was going to say the blemish on his record from having brought a gun to school. Oh, Brian. Right. Brian. Not Andy. Sure. Yes. Right. And so he ends up doing a year at community college with Allison. They become okay. good friends. Right. They have like a drunken or pot infused one time hookup, realize it was a terrible mistake and are just best friends okay. from there on. Okay. Like they're not together. But, but like they're buds. They're yeah, they're good buds. They tr- like they were not sober when they hooked up, and when they did sober up, they were like, "Yikes! Let's just never talk about that ever again." Right? Do we now in this movie? Do we see this, or is it like a montage of flashback sort of situation? Or... Oh, I don't know. I just like to have really in depth backstories. I, I know that about <laughs> you. I know that. How about much you. after the Breakfast Club is this taking place? Seventy five years. No. Seven months? No. I feel like somewhere between seven months and 75 years. I like I, I was sort of thinking the same thing. Um, I mean, like, have they graduated college? I think so. I think that they are, let's just say, our age. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So. So, okay. Brian, okay, so Brian and Allison... Did Andy and Allison ever happen at all? Maybe a secret maybe, high school hookup situation? I think maybe situation? Andy and Allison actually did go to prom together. Okay. And all of his friends made Through a lot of fun of him. Pig boy. And it was like a Carrie situation. Yeah. Only they she doesn't grew... have psychic powers, so it was just sad. Oh, I was going to give her psychic powers, but... Okay. Or at least she and Brian saw this coming and rigged something to look like... She had psychic powers? That would be really funny. That would be really funny. I feel like Andy is friends with James Spader from Pretty in Pink. Yeah. God, James Spader was the worst. He was. He was so good at being the worst. He's so good at being the worst. Yeah. What was his name in that? Clive? Um, No, it was a name that... It was like Steph. Yeah. 
I was like, it was a name that wasn't really a name because it was a nickname, but it was a nickname that isn't a nickname for the name. Right. Like, I think his name was probably Stephen, but with a PH. Right. And so his nickname was Steph. Right. Which is just... I mean, on the one hand, it makes sense. Right. But on the other hand, it's dumb. Steph. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyways, I think he was... I think he's friends with that. that Maybe sort he's of... the dean. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> and he's just as bitter as the original dean. And he's he's still just as like snobby and rich kid. Uh huh. But he's also the dean of Shermer Illinois's like high school. Uh huh. Shermer High. I think it was just Shermer High School. Okay. Yeah. So he has no right to be. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I like that. Um, so, okay. Now, he's probably the same age as them. Right. Which makes sense for why. Okay. I mean, he yeah, if he's in his mid-30s, he could be the dean. But yeah, I like the idea. Sorry, of- for a second in my head, I'm like, he's the same age as them, so he can't be the dean. He's a teenager. <laughs> nope, they're all 35 now. <laughs> right. Um, I do like the idea of... Uh, Brian and Allison. It's weird that her name is Ali Sheedy and she played Allison. Uh huh. Um, like seeing the plan that was unfolding mm-hmm. and having a counter plan to yeah. to also to make Steph, which mm-hmm. is what his name is, even if his name wasn't that in Pretty in Pink. I'm ninety nine percent sure that it was. Okay, Steph Spader. Um, uh-huh. To cover him in, in Pig's Blood because you know he's wearing a white tux. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, to sort of like get back, like make him think like that he's about to die Carrie style. Uh-huh. But then just, just make him, just pants him. Probably yeah. just pants him. <laughs> yeah. Pour Pig's Blood on him to yeah. ruin his tux. Right. And then pants him. Right. And be like, oh my God, that guy. He has his yes, pants he- around his ankles. He, he thought he had money. And then his dad loses his job. And that's how he became the dean. Right. And then he was like, I will dedicate my life to disciplining rowdy children. Yep. That's how that went down. Yes. Like Like his his pants. pants. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, when a thing is good. (laughs) Okay. We're still not sure why any of them have come back. I like the old dean's funeral. Okay, yeah, I'm fine with that. It's very, um, what was that movie? The it was very the big chill, which I never saw and only liked the soundtrack from. But I know that they gathered for a friend's funeral. Okay, but, um, like if they didn't like that friend, and the friend was much older than them. Cool. So not like the big chill. Then. Not like the big chill at all. But maybe we have Motown on the soundtrack. I'm just sure. Saying. That's fine. Um, but for no reason. It's just the Big Chill soundtrack. We just plaster a label that says the name of our movie on top of it. The Breakfast Club 2, The Pantsening. The Pantsening. Liar, liar, pants on fire. It's Carrie. Oops, it's not. It's a long title. (laughs) There's a lot of colons. Also, the scene that the title describes doesn't happen in the movie. (laughs) Yeah. But he okay. walks into the room and, like, you see that that happened to him in, like, his eyes. Because James Spader, who will also play this man. Oh, of course. Never mind that he's, like, 70 now. <laughs> They're like, oof, cocaine. Am I right? <laughs> he has to say that at some point. 
You're like 35 like us. What happened to you? Cocaine. I woke up and I was the dean of a high school. (laughs) I missed the 80s. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So they are back for the dean's funeral. Right. Oh, I think that maybe someone killed the dean. Okay. Kind of like a clue sort of situation. I think it was John Bender. I think everyone thinks it was John Bender. Yeah. But it wasn't. Is John Bender in the movie? Or has he just disappeared and nobody's heard from him since graduation? At the end of the movie, James Spader pulls off his mask and (gasps) it's still James Spader and he just has really wrinkly skin. (laughs) Okay. So no John Bender in the movie. Right. But we think for a second. For a second. I think I'm going to spoil the movie here. I know we're real early in the planning. Spoiler alert for this movie we're writing. I think that the person who killed the dean was Carl the janitor. I was thinking that it might be Carl the janitor. Yeah. Well, if we both thought it, then it's canon now. It's absolutely something that happened. Because he was so sick of the dean beating up on kids, which is an, sort of an acceptable thing to be uh-huh. sick of. See, the, the dean was a kind of a trash person, not like John Bender. Right. Who was an actual trash person. Right. I... We're going to get somebody tweeting at us and being very offended that you keep referring to garbage collectors slash sanitation workers slash however they, whatever they prefer to be designated as, as trash people. And yet, if they go to the UFO merch store and they decide to purchase our new t-shirt that says, garbage people are not garbage people. Oh, that's kind of good. <laughs> That's kind of good. And also a t-shirt that says, oof, cocaine, am I right? (laughs) Actually, that's how I want Carl to kill the Dean. They're doing lines of coke. Okay. But it's not coke. It's like rat poison or something. Ooh, in this Texas Chainsaw Massacre comic book I read one time in a comic book store, because I was not buying that because it was super violent, the... Um, the killer made them uh, do lines of... You guys can't of... see how high my eyebrows are right now, but they're real high. They did lines of borax, and then Ooh. their nostrils melted, I guess? Awesome. So that happens. So that. And the dean's nostrils melt, and so does his brain, and he right. dies, and Carl goes, oof, cocaine, am I right? And then he gets a high five from just a student walking by. Uh-huh. And the student's like, oh my god, high five. And then that student is gone. Yes. That student... John Bender. Whoa. Wait, is John Bender a time traveler? Mm-hmm. Cool. Is John Bender a time lord? No. Okay. No. Okay. I don't think so. Is he an American version of a time lord? Yes. A he time is that. Pre- a time president. A time senator. <laughs> time congressperson? <laughs> yes. Congress people? No, that's not true. What? Congress are, people? That's not true? Are not garbage people, but... Often they often they are often they are sometimes they're not sometimes they're not but a lot of the time they are generally they tend to be yeah so when they come back for the <laughs> dean's funeral <laughs> and okay so they come back for for the dean's funeral but also I think because Andrew mm-hmm. is a cop okay. And Andy's a cop and Brian's a PI. Yes. Okay. Um, and they they have a very like castle and 
all the cops except for the ones he ended up sleeping with. Like, like you don't know, but Castle wasn't a PI. He was eventually. He kind of was. No, he got his PI license. He did get his PI license. That I show mean, was good almost up until the very end. That show was good basically up until the season where he got his PI license. That was when it kind of started to fall off the rails. There was some PI stuff that was really good though. Like there was well that he had that the gun season, jump up at him, and that was really yeah. Good. That season was the beginning of the end for Castle. I feel like if they'd done a spinoff with Alexis and that British girl, yeah, that would have been better than just having that just be the season yeah. of Castle. Yeah, I think the PI, the first PI season was both the last good season of Castle and also the first bad season of Castle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when you say Castle and all of the cops, you don't mean, I mean Ryan like, and Esposito. R- right, you I'm, mean like the cops who were like, ugh, I hate you. I mean like, like Brian is constantly like investigating, kind of like Veronica Mars and the cops in Neptune. That's okay. more of what I mean. Okay. It could have been like that in like the first season of Castle where they were sort of like, roll eyes we're trying to do cop work here but it wasn't they were all all pretty fast friends um but like the like the pi and the cops like veronica mars and the the mars investigations and the cops in okay in neptune where it's like they're kind of like (laughs) i just got mars and neptune yeah i just got that yeah i never got that before yeah i never really paid attention to the fact that they're both planets yeah and like Continue. one is red and one is blue and like uh-huh. she doesn't belong and stuff. Yeah. Um, I got the part where she didn't belong. Right. I mean, that was real clear from the from the get go. Right. I just didn't get that. I and, never put two and two together that they were both yeah. planets. And gods too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I probably did put two and two together, but not consciously. Sure, and it's to been... be like, oh, hey, they're both planets. Season that's that's a season one of Veronica Mars realization that I'm sure that you had. I'm sure I did. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Just this moment. <laughs> um, are you a time congressman? Uh-huh. Oh, no. Congress person. No, I'm not a garbage person. That's true. Isn't garbage people are not garbage people pretty good? It's pretty good. <laughs> okay. I feel like it needs Oscar the Grouch on it. Can we get can we get that licensing? Probably not, but what if we, we get... make it red? I was going to say we get Emily Cardamus to draw us an Oscar the Grouch. Who's red? Roscoe the Grump. Grump. It's just Doozer. <laughs> He's really grumpy. He's so grumpy. He's not an old man. He's not. He's like four years old. Um, we're going out of town. I called the dog daycare place to see if we could board them while we're gone. And, she, and it's the first time we've boarded him overnight. And she said, how does he do? Like, you know, we crate them at night. How does he do in a crate? I was like, I mean, you know, we've crated him before. He's not happy about it, but he's not happy about most things. And she just laughed. She's like, yeah, he's kind of grumpy. If I ran a kennel, Mm -hmm. I would have a sign above where we had all the dogs stay overnight. Mm -hmm. And it would say, all dogs are crated equally. Nice. Thanks. So this movie we're writing. Yeah. Okay. So both Brian and Andy. Did he go by Andy? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, hi Andy. Hi Andy. <laughs> are investigating uh, this murder of the dean. Is and it clear that it's a murder? Yeah, I mean his nostrils are kind of all over the place. Yeah, but is it clear that he didn't voluntarily like get high on cocaine and think the borax was more cocaine? No, because someone wrote this was murder in his blood, his nose blood, which is kind of gross. But like, was, was it Carl, uh-huh. or was it the kid who high fived Carl? 
The, the kid who's just a good citizen, but he doesn't like but the kid is dealing John, with authority. The kid's John Bender. He's not a good citizen. Little Johnny Bender. I feel like John Bender, the time Congress person, yeah. just really wanted to fuck with his buddies, Brian and Andy. And so he wrote, this was murder. And then... Do you think at the end of this, they're going to discover that it was Carl and then <laughs> and no the... one cares because the dean was a, a rotten person? Uh-huh. Cool. And then they'll they'll discover that John Bender is a time congressperson. Right. And that'll be movie three. You know in um, Detention, uh-huh. how the time traveler was suddenly there in, yes. the, in the detention? Like it went around uh-huh. a couple times and then suddenly it was there. Yep. And it was like big goosebumps inducing. Like, mm-hmm. wait, that person wasn't there before. Mm-hmm. That. But yeah. in every scene where John Bender has lines, he's suddenly there and he looks exactly like he did in 1985. Yep. It's actually just we take we actually cut him from the 1985 movie yeah. and just splice him into this movie, so we don't actually have to pay Judd Nelson to right. be in the movie, right? Because we already paid him to to do the Breakfast Club, like how Nat King Cole, who was dead, was in a video with his daughter. Sure, just like that. Yeah. The CGI is sort totally of... a thing that I knew about yeah. and was referencing. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron's big on Nat King Cole references. Yep. So yeah, I think that that's that is true. I think that the that the backstory is that right after earring arms in the air, mm-hmm. he then put his arm down because he realized he looked ridiculous. Uh-huh. And then he left the football field and then the the Gallifreyans got him and like trained him in time congress person. And that's why he didn't go to prom? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cuz she was like, "So are we going to prom?" and he's like, "Uh, no, I'm fighting Daleks now. I can't go to prom." And she's like, all she heard was, I can't go to prom. And she's uh-huh. like, you never do anything with me anymore. It's like you're not even on this planet anymore. And he's like, wink. <laughs> yes. Okay. That I like that. These are all in deleted scenes. The three hours From of From the original scenes. Breakfast Club movie. <laughs> right. Okay. So what are Allison, what is Allison and Claire up to? Claire? I want to, keep, I keep wanting to make Claire a, a flight airline person because of, Molly Ringwald's cameo, not another teen, teen movie. So let's not have her do that. Oh, okay. Um, Claire mob is boss. a mob boss. I think I would like it if everyone... I was everyone... going to say pop star. Both? But like failed pop star? Yeah, both. Okay. She so had like, like Britney Spears. She had like, well... Mob it... boss that is from pop star. Right. But not like Britney Spears in that she only had like one single mm. and it did okay, but okay. not great. Okay. Kind of like the wonders. Like Carly Rae Jepsen. The mob boss. Has Canadian she... mob boss Carly Rae Jepsen. Has she only had, is Call Me Maybe her only single? I mean. Because Emotion is such a good album. Right. But. That I would not know existed if it wasn't for Griffin McElroy. There it is. Um, Call Me Maybe was like up here. Right. And then. Anything else that she's ever, ever done ever, ever again is less. But she got Tom Hanks. She did get Tom Hanks. I feel like she's maybe got more of a following than we might realize. Perhaps in Canada. That's possible. Okay. So Claire was a pop star. For, but, but like an accidental one, like she got super drunk doing and did karaoke with her sorority sisters. And someone thought she was Tiffany mm-hmm. and signed her 
They thought she was Tiffany and saw her and got, they were like, Tiffany, I want your autograph. And so there was this whole big thing. And this guy who scouts for talent, he's like a, an agent. Uh-huh. And he scouts for talent at this karaoke bar. Yeah. And he was like, well, they see star quality here. Right. She must be, you know, she must have something. Right. And so he signed her immediately. She recorded one song. It got real big in Canada. I'd, I'd like it to be that she was the reverse Alanis Morissette or reverse Robin Sparkles, where it's like she was one way in America and then she went up to Canada and was like a super big pop star. Okay. Is that... Alanis Morissette, uh, before Jagged Little Pill, was a big, huge pop star. Really? That's... Robin Sparkles is a play on Alanis Morissette. Really? In every single, that's why Robin Sparkles was a big pop star in Canada. And then she had the after the pop thing. She got all grungy and stuff. I've completely forgotten about that element. The needles something? completely forgotten about that element i'm just picturing her in the jean jacket yeah singing let's go to the mall that that the the joke of um there's a song that she wrote it's not san kelsey it's the like the third or fourth robin sparkles episode okay is about how she wrote this song and it was like who is that about and like dave coulier is in there and it's all about how Robin oh. Sparkles is basically Lannis Morissette. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah, Lannis Morissette had two albums before Jagged Little Pill that were like dance pop. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. So I would like I would like Claire to have like been in a grunge band and then made it up to Canada and just gone completely like pop superstar in Canada. Okay, but how does she become a mob boss? Uh, Canadian... Or is she already a mob boss? I think her and dad is a mob is her boss. Cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. She's like Hannah Montana. Hannah Mobtana. Got it. <laughs> that works. And then Allison. I want everyone here to be. She's a Bed Bath and Beyond. Okay. She's okay. real good at it. Okay, I like that. I was going to say I want everyone to be semi somehow involved with crime and sort of a suspect. But I feel like someone being a manager of a Bed Bath & Beyond meets that criteria for me. I mean, yeah, I mean, they... Because it's a crime how great their prices are. I, well, I was going to say, plus they have the meth lab in the back. Right. That's the beyond part. Uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe it's a cocaine lab. Ooh. I don't think you have... Co- I don't think cocaine has labs, but there's a cocaine store in the back room. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and that's, that's where Carl gets the cocaine. Yeah, exactly. He goes to Bed Bath & Beyond. I like it. That's the beyond. I mean, as good a place as any, I feel like. Allison isn't actively involved in the cocaine aspect of Bed Bath & Beyond. Right. She knows it's happening, but she turns a blind eye. Right. How did she blind her eye? Cocaine. Got it. It all makes sense now. Uh-huh. She didn't do cocaine. Cocaine, am I right? But someone accidentally went like this. And she's like, oh, my eye. Oh, there's cocaine in it. And then, like, you know, like... They always say, like, if you get a dust particle in your eye, you can, like, ruin your eye and make it go blind. Mm-hmm. That, but with cocaine. Mm-hmm. Yep. Poor. And she wears an eye patch. <gasps> and the eye patch shoots lasers. No, we've, we've gone too far. We've gone too far. She does wear an eye patch, though. She does. Is it, like, a pirate eye patch, or is it, like, one of those medical Band-Aid-style eye patches? I think, well, I mean, like, obviously, at first, when she first had the injury, of course it was, like, a medical, like, for real. But now she's kind of like, it's been 10 years since that happened. Yeah. 
So she's kind of over it, and she wears a, a, like a, a pirate eye a patch. A pirate eye patch now. Does it say, I'm over it? Uh-huh. Good. Okay. Cool. So now we know what everybody does. So then... So they come, they go to the funeral. Right. And, and then as, they go back to the school. As they're burying the body... About, so, that sounds more nefarious than I think you meant it to. They're about to put the coffin into the ground when someone looks into the ground and finds a treasure map. <gasps> okay. But they bury it on top of it because it's like it's once the coffin has started to go in, it's sort of like too late. So they're like, hey, was that? A, oh, it's too late. Okay. I feel like instead of that, <laughs> just hear me out. We don't do that. It turns out. Okay. That he left each of them something in his will. Ooh. But they have to go on a treasure hunt because, you know, he was... Because that's fun. Kind, well, and because he was kind of a dick and wouldn't just give them stuff. His name was Richard. Mm-hmm. Did they call him Dick in the movie? I'm almost positive that they did. Okay, good. Yeah. So he left them all something, but they have to complete this scavenger hunt. Okay. In the school. In the school. And that's why they're there on a Saturday. That's why they're there on a Saturday. And so they do that. Breakfast Club 2, colon, the big hunt. And Allison keeps thinking that she sees something. (laughs) I'm sorry. Out of the corner. What? Sorry. The big hunt. (laughs) Allison, sorry. No, I don't. I just, I don't get it. uh, It sounds dirtier than it is just if you the say big it. hunt the big hunt it's fine sounds like a dirty word it's fine oh that word yeah no it doesn't sound like that it kind of does i mean it rhymes with that the big hunt 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 See, you're just saying the word now. I'm not. I'm yeah. saying big hunt. One of those you definitely said, the big cunt. You there's can't our, tell me you didn't. There's our title for our episode. No, I can't put that in the title. <laughs> the big hunt. The big hunt. The big hunt. Is it growing on you, though? No, okay. it's really not. I'm sorry. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I know you want me to play in the space with you. No, it's, it's not fine. growing on me. It's fine. You're just going to resent me forever. No, 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 no. Oh, sorry. You didn't see my lips. I'm just going to I'm just going to say it over and over to myself. Saying it. Okay, cool. Just picturing movies. All right, so what does Allison keep seeing out of the corner of her eye? Well, that's the thing. They keep they all keep telling her that she's not seeing anything. Oh. Right. They keep saying it's that pesky depth perception issue she has right. because of the eye patch. But mm. really what she's seeing is Carl just doing lines right. of like, cocaine, not, oh, right, right. not for the school play. Just lines of cocaine. Maybe both. I mean, maybe both. He's rolling up pages ripped out of the script and yeah. just doing lines with them. Upon successfully getting off book for that page, he gets to do a line with the page that he's off right. book for. right. Why is the janitor in the school play? I don't know. They needed somebody, they needed an old man and ran out of brown eyeliner to fake age a kid. Well, that checks out. Yep. Weirder things have happened in high school theater. That's all I'm saying. Weirder than casting an old man because you ran out of eyeliner? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. 
I can't think of anything that particularly happened weirder <laughs> than that in our school, but I'm sure that some high school somewhere has had something weirder than that happen. In infinite universes, weirder things have happened. Exactly. Okay. So. So there, there's my thriller gaslighting thing that I love so much. Right. They keep telling her she's not really seeing anything. And they're going all around the school getting clues. They're, they're getting clues for the stuff that, that was left in the will, but also as to who was the murderer. Yes. Like, for instance, the first clue is, go to the place something, something, clue, clue, clue. clue writing clues, I feel like, is the hardest part of Treasure Hunt. Now, is, is this part of the scavenger hunt? Carl killed the dean. <laughs> oh, so the dean did the scavenger hunt, and then John Bender, time congressperson, right. did the secondary scavenger hunt right before he had to go back and fight some more Daleks. Where he just wrote... In Sharpie, P.S. Like on the lockers and stuff. Right. Got it. Okay. Right. So then they find the treasure. And the treasure is that essay that they wrote 35 years ago with a big old F on it. (laughs) (laughs) And they realize that the dean was a huge dick and no one misses him. Uh Uh-huh. Roll credits. Don't you forget about me except for the Dean. Screw that guy. I feel like we can't roll credits just yet because I do think that Brian and Andy need to have a moment where together they figure out that Carl killed the Dean. Right. And realize that sometimes private investigators and cops can work together. And also, they like Carl a lot better than the Dean, so they're just going to sweep it all under the rug. Right. The literal rug. Right. They're just going to lift a rug and... And right, Sweep that some stuff under it. Bought from Bed Bath and Beyond. Sweep the borax under it. And Allison is like, cover ups. I know all about cover ups. Is that a because of the eye patch? Well, because of like a like a duvet cover. Oh, I thought you meant because she covered up her busted eye. No. I th- no. Well, no. Maybe that's like a hidden double. Maybe they say something about a cover up, and she said, "Did I hear somebody say duvet covers?" Right. And then she, and they're all just like, "No, Allison." Right, but she uh, she keeps offering, and then they eventually do use products from Bed Bath and Beyond mm-hmm. to cover up the thing, like yes. a shark vacuum on sale one forty nine ninety nine. Some Bed Bath and Beyonds now beds, baths, and beyond. Uh huh. Now carry um, like a they have like a cosmetic section. Okay. With like CoverGirl, Maybelline, like drugstore brands, they could get some actual cover up. You know. Naming your store Bed Bath & Beyond really leaves what you sell super open. Mm-hmm. Like, that's pretty smart. Probably some, one somewhere sells elephants. You guys, we have to have at least two things. Bed stuff, bath stuff, and then whatever. Like, uh-huh. someone get that Oriental <laughs> Trading Company magazine out. The world is your oyster. Yeah. We and could sell oysters. You could just Let's sell just oysters. put a raw bar at the corner. Yeah, exactly. Bed Bath and Beyond. I mean, like whatever. Mm-hmm. They were going to call it Bed Bath and whatever, but it didn't have the same alliteration, right? So, so I think we just wrote a movie. I think that what we've done is. I think it was a bad movie, but it wasn't a Vlad movie. Oh, we have to name somebody Vlad. Somebody needs to run a theater camp. Right. We're going to have somebody run a theater camp. Do we want Allison to run a theater camp instead of a Bed Bath & Beyond? I mean, she could run a theater camp in the summer. 
because Bed Bath & Beyond is closed in the summer? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's like Chick-fil-A, but for the summer. Oh, okay. <laughs> I could see Allison running a theater camp. Okay, yeah. I could also see her working in a Bed Bath & Beyond. But... I would almost like Andy to have uncovered... Well, that'd be very Vladdy. Maybe Allison should run the theater camp. Was Andy just going to constantly tell Brian to call his parents? <laughs> hey, we need to investigate this crime. You need to call your parents. What? My parents are dead. I know. I killed them. What? Well, there's a twist I didn't see coming. What a twist. It's okay. They were mean, too. Oh, were they? Uh, his... I mean, Andy's his dad... dad didn't seem great. Andy's dad didn't seem great. Brian's dad was just kind of... He was sort of glasses. All the parents kind of sucked. Yeah. And there's our camp connection. And there's our camp connection. There we go. (laughs) Also, Brian got his jaws wired shut for a summer. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe Brian's jaw is wired shut now. Maybe Claire's jaw is wired shut now. There we go. I feel like Claire's jaw should be wired shut. I've solved the crime. What'd you say? Claire. I've solved the crime. It was Carl. What? What? And that's like the beginning of the movie? Uh Uh-huh. And then she takes off the, the, she un, she un. She finds a dirty pair of pliers right. in the janitor's closet. Right. Standard protocol. Uh-huh. And she said, I've solved that. And they're like, hey, wait, I think it was Carl. And she's like, ah, oh, rats. <laughs> yep. That's definitely what she says. Ah, oh, rats. Uh-huh. And they're like, what? And she's like, rats. And points out that there are rats in the school. Then they're eating the dean's body. They just got buried? Uh-huh. They've pulled them up. They're super strong, cocaine, strong, strengthened rats. I mean, that checks out. <laughs> and they say, we're rats. It's like, oh, my God. They sound a lot like Gregory. Distant relatives. Distant oh, okay. Relatives. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. That was a weird movie that we just wrote. Wrote? Question mark? And then the soundtrack. It's just the soundtrack for the big chill. Right. Sung entirely by Claire with her jaw wired shut. Cool. That won't be horrible at all. <laughs> I heard it's in a great one. So we have social media. Yep. <laughs> if you, I, I feel like I feel like we're done with this movie. No, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. The big I feel like hunt. If there's anything else that we can possibly get out of this movie, we will follow up with it on our Twitter at UFO Podcast. You decide what the F stands for. Except for this week, where the F stands for. Fritzy is the name of Allison's daughter. No, Fritzy is what it stood for last week. Let's be original here. Fist in the air. Fist in the air. Flaming something. I don't know. I feel like something's going to be on fire. Well, but maybe not. Um. The F that should have been in Steph's name. There you go. It actually may have been S-T-E-F. Like I don't Stefan. Know. We're so far away from anything sensical. At any rate, you can follow us on Twitter at UFO Podcast. Individually, I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. I'm at Unabashed James. You can find us on Facebook. Unabashedly Obsessed with Unabashedly Obsessed is the name of our group. It is an excellent place. Come tell us how much you want us to actually make this movie. Or give us fan art. There we go. We've gotten some good fan art ideas in this. We've gotten some fan art ideas in this. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
But seriously, you should come join the Facebook group. It's a it's a very fun place. It is. And sometimes you see us live brainstorm topic ideas for future episodes. Yep. Like today. Oh, yeah, that was today in that group. Yeah. Yeah. So join, join the Facebook group and you'll know what we're going to talk yeah. about next week. You'll be in the know. You can email us at unabashedlyobsessed at gmail.com. You can. Uh, you could leave us a comment on iTunes or Google Play telling us how much you like the show. You could. Rate, review, subscribe. Usually, usually they're very good. <laughs> Sometimes they write movies. Those weeks, they're not so good. Listen, just put five stars and then you can write some stuff. But, like, be nice about it. But, like, come on. That movie, we just wrote a real bad movie. I think it's better than we think it is. Usually it ends up being better than we think it will be, but I still think it's real bad. Like, it's not going to win any Oscars. Unlike the other ones. Unlike the other ones. Right. Someone killed the Dean. Now two men have to find out who did it. And also some women are there too. One runs a Bed Bath & Beyond. (laughs) A one-eyed... Bed Bath and Beyond proprietor, <laughs> proprietress, and a time congressman have to find out who made the Dean snort borax in The Breakfast Club 2. Cocaine's a heck of a drug. When his TARDIS goes on the fritz, <laughs> E. Time Congressman John Bender, former garbage person but not garbage person, John Bender, has to discover if it was in fact Carl who killed the Dean and if anyone cares. Spoiler. No one does. No one does. Breakfast Club 2. The Big Hunt. The Big Hunt. Catchphrase. There's some dogs in it for some reason. Are there? There are dogs in it? Yeah. Oh, well, we just made this movie infinitely better. In the school, while they're doing a scavenger hunt, and this is my Quantum Quest uh, listening, getting to me, there are just packs of wild dogs. But, like, they're not, like, evil dogs. They're just super cute. Oh, good. Yeah. I like that. They're just, like, people! And, like, they go up and they they bring them sticks and, like, Kong treats and stuff. Oh. Yeah. The dogs bring those to the people? Yeah. And then, like, and then, like, so, like, and Andy will be like, "All right, let's let's see, let's go to the third. Oh, hey boy, oh you you want me to throw this? Okay." And then he just goes on with the investigation. So what the dean officially leaves them is their stupid paper with a big fat F. Right. But in actuality, what he leaves them with is the love of a good dog and the friends they made along the way. Well, Guys, I mean, this this week the F stands for the friends they made along the way. But did they make any friends along the way? Because they all knew each other already. They knew each other, but did I they, guess they know made each friends other? With the dogs, like biblically. Well, we established that Brian and Allison did at least. Right. They don't talk about it because it was a mistake. Right. They made friends with the dogs. Right. Now they all have dogs. The Breakfast Club too. Here, boy. <laughs> Thank you to Jamie Shaheen. For our theme song, Did You Guys Know There Was a Ladder Down Here, you can find Jamie and his band A Silent Few on YouTube. 
Thank you also to Emily Cardamus, who did our logo art. You can find Emily on Twitter, at Corrupted Gem. You can also find her Tumblr page, where she posts lots of great art, and just imagine all the cool fan art that she could make from this. Uh, you can find that on Tumblr at artfulhypothesis.tumblr.com. I think that is it for this week. One school, 50 dogs, one treasure hunt, and one time congressman. John Bender is The Breakfast Club 2. <laughs> That's my favorite one yet. I love it. <laughs> you guys, this has been a... Yep. Something, something. <laughs> sure has. Episode of Unabashedly Obsessed. I'm James. I'm Aaron. The dogs of summer, colon, the breakfast club too, colon, the bargaining. Airbud colon, the breakfast club too. Airbud is a private investigator that is secretly helping five friends investigate the murder of the dean and so do pennies <laughs> i'm stopping it is that okay? that's fine <laughs>